articulate with Steve McJones. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for the most insane 38 minutes of your life? Because this is going to be amazing for you. <laughs> uh, Logan Mallon, the man, the myth, the legend, came out, took 20 minutes to park, and found a spot just so he could come on and, and deliver this beautiful message, which I'm excited for you to hear. But Logan and I met at Two Street, obviously, and uh, he was somebody that was always you know, cool. And, uh, I think he's just always comfortable. He, he seems like a very comfortable person. Like when he shows up, he, he did not hesitate jumping right into this conversation with me. And he, you know, made me feel comfortable, you know, when I was just starting and, you know, he knows the area, he knows what he's doing. He's been doing stand up since he was 18, but I mean, he also has uh, an accounting job, you know? So these factors together make him another person that I respect so much because he's, such a comedic personality but he's also such a driven person who thinks and comes at ideas with many different angles and analyzes them and yet still decides to be an absolute goon so <laughs> thanks again logan for coming out here it was really fun recording with him and i think you guys are going to enjoy this episode so much so sit back relax and let's get articulate process as you got i knew you were just working all day so yeah no I for sure it, so let me get this straight you do you do bingo nights and then you do trivia nights yeah well. so we're working on musical bingo um but musical musical bingo so basically what it is is like your regular bingo and then <laughs> and then instead of like instead of like letters and numbers we do like songs right okay uh that's musical bingo and then wednesday nights i do uh, what's called Quizzo, which is just a trivia game, trivia night, and I do that every Wednesday night. Where, like in a bar? Yep, at a bar, Great American Pub in Wayne, okay. Pennsylvania. No stand-up involved at all. Zero stand-up. I mean, I tell my bits, nobody, yeah. nobody ever wants to hear them. <laughs> I have a lot of, like, weird history bits that I do as, like, a part of the trivia. Really? History bits? Yeah, man, like, you just, like, mess around, you know? Mm. Uh, but it's a good time, man. We, we, we used to do it. Uh, like a year ago, before the pandemic, we did it every Monday night, and we would go from like eight to like midnight every Monday night. Like sure. the old heads love their trivia, man. Yeah. So it was good, man. We would do like trophies and shit. It was a fun time. And you get paid for that? Yeah, fuck yeah, you get paid for that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Because uh, I just pretend like I'm an actual comic, and I'm oh, like, God. you guys are taking my stage time away from me, realizing like I don't actually get paid to go on stage <laughs> during the week. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, you must enjoy game. it, right? Oh, dude, it's so fun, and it's good. Like, it's good crowd work. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's probably like a little bit of the, like a platform for you to like practice the, you know, exactly. And then I plug any shows that are going on. So yeah, you just get paid to talk into a mic for an hour and a half, two hours, and just host shit. Mm-hmm. With a common denominator. Why do you, like, I mean, you have a main job, though, don't you? Like, yeah, man. You're just trying to get some extra revenue. Yeah, dude, I love money. Money? (laughs) It's, uh, no, dude, I just do everything. My week is crazy. My week is, you know. How do you do that, dude? Like, I um, I can't imagine. I don't know. (laughs) I, I just, like. Stay high the entire time, so time seems relative. <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh, yeah. that'll do it. That'll it's do it. intense, but like you know, 
the whole idea is that you do one thing long enough and you get good enough at it to where you can stop the other side hustles. But for right now, like... You gotta get multiple guys. Yeah, man, I'm trying to get on stage and get as much mic time as I can. So if I gotta do that as, like, a trivia host yeah. or a bingo host, like, <laughs> you're still dealing with people, you're still hosting and stuff like that. And just yeah. fucking time is, time is time and they're giving me money for it. I'll do it all day. You get to listen to I'll do music? five days a week. Yeah, I mean, I pick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I literally set it up. Oh, like, shit. It's cool, man. Like, they pay for mics and shit like that, so... Yeah, yeah, I just get to buy equipment, and they'll just pay you for it. You talk to a bunch of old people, too? Yeah, you? all day. The entire <laughs> the entire time. It's a great time. It's a, The demographic for Trivia Night is definitely middle-aged yeah. uh, people. That's, but it's a good time, dude. Well, I feel like that also gives you a different, like, sample size of, like, you know, your personality. Try and shit out. Do they like your dark humor? Um, yeah, I mean, I try not to be as dark as uh, <laughs> I am at, uh, like, Two Street <laughs> uh, on Trivia Nights. Yeah. But, um... They like it really what it turns into is just a bunch of old drunk people yelling at me for like an hour and a half while we do like some trivia questions yeah. mixed in. Well, and that's what my second my follow up was. You probably learn a shit ton doing that, right? Yeah, dude, it's awesome. Yeah. Like uh eventually like most of the time I get too busy for it, so I just pay someone to make the trivia mm. questions for me and then I read it, man. I'm like the talent, I'm like Drake, man. I just get a ghostwriter. Get a... <laughs> I don't have time to to you be preparing talent. stuff. Dude, that's but, petty uh, shit, bro. Exactly. You're up here now. You're yeah, 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 exactly, that's dude. I'm operating level, at a whole different level, dog. They get you coffee for that too when you're when you're, yes. when you're making the uh, <laughs> exactly. get a whole intern and shit. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. no, it's got it's what, a good time. What history bits though? I've never heard you do a history bit before because that's um, kind of like that's kind of one of the a direction that I've been thinking about exploring is like you know talking about like actual funny shit within history to like. First of all, bring it to light and, like, talk about it. Because, like, King Henry VIII was just a crazy motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, like- man. <laughs> history uh, history's sweet. I mean, I try to do, like, whatever the trivia is based on, mm-hmm. right? So, like, make, like, a JFK joke if you're making a JFK question, you know? Yeah. Something that I get to do, like, comedy-wise mm-hmm. that's involved with the actual, like, question itself. So it seems like it's part of the show, but in the actuality of it, I'm getting work sure. in like i'm actually getting to try my bits yeah two birds one stone dude. Yeah, yeah 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 but uh <laughs> no man it's uh i'm trying to think i don't know any history no, any no, history you're stand up to... off the right. off the dough we got a pop quiz dude. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 uh, no that's funny though but also what you mentioned uh you know talking about like you know doing the different side hustles just long enough till one of them takes off to where it becomes your main thing. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, I listened to, uh, Pete Eckenroth was on Akash's podcast and brought this up a couple times, but he basically was talking about like, you know, with stand up, if you just do it, you know, if you keep doing it, you know, every year, say you get a little bit better and say every year you meet more people and you get like 8% more of a fan base right yeah at some point that fan base is going to be enough to support you you know what i mean exactly like i mean like the whole name of the game at this level is just getting your name out there right Mm -hmm. like the whole idea of like old stand-up comedy like procedure was like you get up on stage 10 times a week and then eventually that becomes a showcase and then you do so many showcases and then eventually that becomes this and then an album and then this and that and the other thing, you know? Yeah. So, like, the name of the game at the amateur level is just being in front of people. So, if I gotta be in front of people and ask mm-hmm. them fucking quizzo questions, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Because, like, 
now those people know me. They know me from something else. Find out I do stand up, and they're like, "Oh, you know, let me come see him." And we did. We had a show in Wayne, and I sold like eight tables, ten, nine tables. So, nice. You know, shout out going first <laughs> after selling a bunch of tickets. But yeah, man, like you got to do it. Like these are ways you create like uh, like little fan bases. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and so I mean, there's a couple points. Like, today especially, I think it's really easy for people to, like, discover you and, like, you be a, a niche for yeah, some. Yeah, like, you don't have people. to do mics every mm-hmm. single day. Like, you should, right? <laughs> yeah. Just because, like, it'll help you get better. But, like, in reality, like, the internet bro, you go like, fucking viral, like... <laughs> that's all it's... Who one gives viral. a shit, dude? Yeah. Who gives a shit about what any of your material is? Congratulations. <laughs> you learn to monetize an algorithm, bro? Yeah. There's yeah. people making six figures and all they do is shoot videos from their iPhone. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's one way to do it, for sure. Which I want to come back to. We're, we're going to come back to that in a second. But um, the other thing I wanted to mention is, like, I, uh, I, uh, I took this class, like, a while back and we had to read this essay basically where it was talking about how basically once we achieved like a society and obviously this isn't across the board but like a certain percentage of the human population achieved uh you know surpassing like meeting your basic human needs like food shelter water clothing shit like that right yeah then the next step becomes basically just how aesthetically pleasing we can make shit uh, and so, you know, at some point, like the aesthetics just becomes the focus, right? Yeah, if and you're not poor. Right, if you're not yeah. poor. Yeah, <laughs> if you're not poor, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Which is kind of shitty, but I, yeah, you know, if I, you're poor. If you're, if it's, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not poor, I enjoy a good aesthetic. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah, 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 exactly. But so basically, it's progressed to the point where it's just like, all right, how, like, like with food, right? Food. You know, then it surpassed the thing where it's like, all right, now you have to go and go to like a culinary school. Yeah, get the best food. The best yeah, food, absolutely. right? And so like within like our culture today, I heard somebody like as machines are taking over like, you know, normal kind of bland jobs that fulfill basic needs, the new industry that's going to explode is aesthetic industries. So like entertainment or making fashion or... Yeah, you know, like you see like that, that, like content creation, right? Exactly, yeah. content creation. And so... Uh, again, going uh, Pete made this that made that point, and it made me kind of think. It's like, well, so if you start right now today, if you have enough money to support yourself for like two years outside of like a full time job, if you started three or four side hustles, you know, you do stand up, maybe you start releasing music, making music, you start screenwriting, and then. I don't know, just like a, what other, you know, other bullshit, you'd start doing like viral videos or something at some point. Again, like in two, three years, you know, one of those you're going to get good at, or you're decent enough at all four of them where again, you build enough of a small fan base. It's just consistency Mm at the end of the day, right? Like if you can put out five videos a week, if people know that they can watch you and they, they might like you a little bit, but they know that every day you're going to have something new for them to fucking digest and regurgitate, (laughs) they'll love that, dude. Like, um. Um, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, man. Right. I, didn't think about it like I that. think I think side hustles are great if you're making money, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm an accountant as well. Like yeah. I don't just do stand up and and, and trivia nights. Like <laughs> uh, I got a degree for accounting, so like, <laughs> yeah, I like to think of it in terms of monetizing too. Like that's great, right? Like you're out here, you're hitting everything, you're doing a bunch, of, you're making a bunch of videos and shit, but you for what? Like you don't have any, you don't have any money, you have nothing to show for it. I think. It's good to do side hustles, but bro, you got to take care of like your life yeah. at the same time. Plus, like again, like these jobs, like 
people are like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, dude, my nine to five is a means to do this other part. You know, like it funds for equipment. It funds for this, that, and the Mm -hmm. other thing. It allows me to like be able to travel to go do comedy and stuff like that. You know, like people look at jobs and stuff as a hindrance a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I could be doing all these other things. Like, you just got to learn to do them together. Right. Right. Because like, yeah, like, you know, you always hear about like the dude like, oh, I lived in my car for four years and like got got you know gotten to stand up like yeah man or you could have just worked for four years and like also did stand up like yeah. it's not you know it's not always like it doesn't always have to be an extreme yeah I think other. like I think you can do your side hustles like but like you know you were saying consistency is key man for like sure. it gets tiring doing this shit well and that's what the other thing is if you do have a full time job you're tired of shit yeah you just gotta time, push man. through it though like yeah. how bad do you want it I'm jealous of those college kids that still like with yeah their dude dude and they they, they just, take like one class a day and then they're like yeah dude that's your life and that's awesome and if you're right now like if you're a young like comedian there's or, a perfect uh, time for you yeah dude, dude like, or a young entertainer or some shit if you're doing classes online you don't even have to go anywhere for that shit Dude, you should be writing every fucking day mm-hmm. on stage every day mm-hmm. because you're never going to get that disposable time back. Oh, yeah. You'll no, never, no. ever get it yeah, back. Yeah, that's what, like, I was just talking to some other young comics the other day and they were, like, talking about documentaries and stuff they've been watching recently and they're like, oh, what have you been watching? I'm like, you think I have time to watch it? Yeah, dude, what? <laughs> like, I don't watch TV, man. Like, I was 15 minutes late for this, fucked up my whole weekend. <laughs> you know, like, so, yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. um... No, man, you just, it's, you got to, time management, bro, and, and, and consistency and energy is key. management, too. Though. Yeah, it's, like, you just have to be persistent, like, yeah. it's it going to get hard, and, like, even on the nights you don't want to show up, mm-hmm. like, just go, even the nights yeah. you, like, the only time I really hate going out is when I don't have anything, like, prepared to give, right. you know, in speaking in terms of comedy, mm-hmm. um, like, if I didn't write anything, or I don't feel funny, like, or I'm just sitting trying to do the same bullshit joke... I might skip it, yeah. and like you gotta, you gotta take there's no those. Progression with that. No, exactly right. Like you're just kind of in this carousel of doing the same thing for the same people. Mm-hmm. Nobody's noticing you. Not not making it to the next level. You're like perfect practice makes perfect. Right. right? So, so it's more than just putting the time in. Sometimes there's gotta yeah. be more to it. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, dude, it's all about who you get in front of, right? That's mm-hmm. why it's like it pays to be in like a city like New York, right? Where because you don't know who's gonna be in the room. Mm-hmm. Like, for the yeah. most part, we can go out to a show and, like, kind of guess yeah. who's going to be there, you know? Mm-hmm. Or you know exactly who in the room is able to kind of get you to that next step, that yeah. next show, or who you want to be in front of to kind of help you. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, in big places and big cities, I mean, and Philly's one of them. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia comedy's dope. You yeah. know, a lot of people are really cool. Mm-hmm. For the most part, um, and uh, they spread the love. Yeah. But that's, but yeah, like. It's a different, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of getting off. But reeling it back yeah, into off like. off topic. I'm no, sorry. No, you're I'm good. Snow. It's tangent. It's just <laughs> the point, dude. That's the fucking podcast. Like, mm-hmm. That's what we're supposed to do. But uh, what I was going to say is like reeling it back to like time management. Uh, a life hack that uh, I think you just actually said you had was just get high and then things slow down. <laughs> yeah. Just be high all the time. So like And I, that slows time down so much. You can fit so much in when you're high, right? Dude, 100%. like standing there looking looking for your lighter, you can fit that in. Uh, you know everything, I mean? dude. You can sit there and like say you don't have your phone for twenty minutes while it's in your hand and you're looking for it with the flashlight, dude. Yeah. yeah dude. Exactly. You so much time. Yeah, it's um <laughs> it's it's 
Being high is not the uh, the right thing, but I have like severe ADHD, so I like to kind of like bring it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, like, so I was in school and I was taking like a big test, and I had a professor say to me, you know, when you're about to take these big tests or do these big things, you should never change your life routine, mm-hmm. right? So like my whole life I've been smoking pot doing this stuff mm-hmm. and then you just kind of like keep going you just are adding <laughs> things into it while still doing that because like to me if I stop my body would have so much going on like I'd have to like you know and not just speaking of smoking pot like just your regular routine like if you wake up make your bed every day mm. right don't stop making your bed every day because it's a consistent thing that you keep doing. Right. It's and like it's, a muscle memory. Well, and that's something that I've thought about before. And it's almost like if you have done it long enough and it's consistent for you, it's almost like a piece of comfortability, right? Yeah, it's it sets your mind at ease. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like I don't want to use the word addiction because that's pretty heavy. But like it's just consistency. If your body's used to it, it's used to having a certain level of, you know, in, in pot's order, case, dopamine. Uh, yeah, order, ex- routine. Having expectations, routine, things like, like that. If you look at like an animal, like a dog, right? Mm-hmm. Like dogs are more comfortable when they have routines, mm-hmm. right? If you if you look at yourself as less of a complex being and just look at yourself well, as an animal. we're lizard brain people. So. Yeah, bro, you need routine, <laughs> yes. Where you suck on the soul of like firstborns yeah. and like that's how we treat the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's true. I, I, I agree. And uh, I think, I mean, obviously, like, there's a lot of us that, and there's a lot of people that talk about, you know, putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation helps you grow, which is true. But if you're not in a mentally healthy, you know, mindset to do that, to explore and, and really get in an uncomfortable zone and grow, then like, I mean, that's that's why you have to have those things that make you feel that way. Dude, you got to take care of yourself. If you don't, if you're like feeling like shaky at, at all, and this is goes for any facet of life, like mm-hmm. you need to stop, chill, and like just compartmentalize everything and try to figure out what's what's making you go haywire because like that affects everything. It affects your your art. It affects your your intelligence. It affects everything. It, it truly. Well, it just it just jacks you up to the point where it's like nothing you do feels right, so none of the outcomes are right, right? Like if you go up on stage and you go to tell jokes and you don't feel comfortable telling these jokes, mm-hmm. the crowd listening to you is not going to be comfortable. So right. they're not going to And then hit. say the next day, you still have that on your mind when you bomb. Exactly. And like at your job, you're thrown off there it's, too. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like you got to learn to like, you know when bad things happen or, or things are throwing you off, take care of yourself, take a breather and then, mm-hmm. and then get back on the horse. Everyone always focuses on like, oh, I don't have the motivation to do this. Like you're never going to have the motivation yeah. to do anything. <laughs> motivation is like a myth, right? It's something like we make up to like give ourselves an excuse to get out of it. You got to stay consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, consistency is easier key. said than done. I'll say oh that. my God, dude. Sure. Yeah. hundred percent. I, I, I shirk away from the line all the time, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, plus, I mean, it's harder when you're getting paid, right? Like, mm-hmm. especially like in gigs, like stand up and and you know doing whatever. Like, if you do karaoke night or something like that, if you're getting paid to do it, that's a lot different. That's a lot more fun. I mean, like, it helps. You, yeah, it, yeah, helps, it helps. It helps being there. You know, yeah. like money talks. So right. If you um, get paid off these side hustles, man, trust me, consistency is not as hard as you think. <laughs> well, and so that's kind of, uh, you know, we went down a, a thing there for a minute, but kind of bringing it back to 
This is funny. <laughs> You're going to like this. Bringing it back to like, you know, the idea of doing that consistency, starting somewhere, building off of something, you know, fucking around how people today just, you know, get viral off of one video that they made on their iPhone or something, right? Yeah. So, uh, always sunny. You know yeah. what I mean? Dude, those guys starting out, basically, they made their first pilot with like a home camera. Yeah. Back in like the age, it was like the perfect age, right? Like probably, what, like 2005 maybe? 2005, yeah. 2005. And... And basically just fucked around and say, hey, we're funny enough. Let's create our own pilot and see if we can get it picked up. Yeah. And, dude, that's the dream, right? Dude, I mean, always sunny. I'm a huge fan, mm-hmm. number one, right? Um, to me, that's it's. I think it's the longest running like live action, action comedy of all sitcom, time. Sitcom. Yeah, sitcom mm-hmm. of all time. So jot that down. Dude, the writing alone on that is great. How they can take social justice issues and kind of keep them... Um, like relevant today and they've done it for 15 years but yeah you're right like just sticking with it they started with kind of a low budget well they started in the late 20s think about that too yeah exactly like time is relative dude you see like there's some people that blow up when they're 19, 20 because they're they're just good they're hot they're in the right place at the right time Mm -hmm. and uh, that's that's key but there's other people like I mean Stand-ups really don't get popular until they're like in their thirties, you know. Yeah. Like so, so it's it's just a long game, man. It's just mm-hmm. if you ask anybody, any any entertainer, mm-hmm. it's just you go through a bunch of bullshit. Even in like music and stuff like that, like yeah. how many times have you gone to a show and there's been like one person mm-hmm. in the crowd, yeah. you know, like <laughs> and it's the other guy performing, <laughs> like you know what I mean. So it's like. Yeah. You just take those and, uh, but in speaking of like, uh, TV show, yeah, dude, if you can write something that gets picked up. Mm-hmm. Well, and so that's what I kind of wanted to, uh, I mean, just explore Always Sunny as like, uh, uh, the idea surrounding this whole thing. Like, yeah. because like I said, it's like those guys were living out of their cars. They were serving people, you know, they were like waiters. Yeah. They were hustling, doing wait staff and stuff like that. Trying to act basically. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they become out of nowhere writers, directors, and actors for their own show. Yeah. But like, you're also, t- how many of the people that have podcasts that you don't listen to <laughs> you know like do the same thing like these they're one it's, it's a chance game right it's a numbers game like That's fortunately true. for them they were able to write one of the funniest like pieces of art over the last 15 years mm-hmm. you know like always sunny takes like really hard topic mm-hmm. and does it in a in a way where it's acceptable like they should have been canceled but because the joke is that they're not they're, they're narcissistic people. and they're terrible people yeah. it like you know what i mean like that's comedy done on such a different level that's true that's why that's why those people get picked up and like mm-hmm. think about all the shit they had to go through beforehand and like a lot of people don't make it past that point yeah so like you just i don't i mean i'm not trying to sit here and like be devil's advocate to be like give up you know <laughs> like it's not gonna work out get a nine to five you need it uh no yeah. i mean i just think like gauge if you're not going to put everything into it mm-hmm. you know um you should you should look elsewhere to doing doing something man like yeah. but like i think it allows you like i said like if you have a job on the on the back end mm-hmm. it allows you the money to do this and like there can be a point where like say i do want to take a year off and still live comfortably and do all this yeah and that's you know? kind of what i think the goal is especially like in our 20s you know yeah. is making enough money to where you can while you're still in your 20s yeah. take off 
you know, four to six months. Dude. And, or a year, you know, depending on how much you can save up. Right? Yeah, I mean, I grew up poor, so, like, <laughs> I never, ever want to do that shit again. So, to me, like, I think it's awesome, right? People people out there struggling. <laughs> uh, but, like, I not can't be me. <laughs> not going to be me, my guy. Like, no, no, I don't want to no. be... 30 years old like worrying about like a couple bucks you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so it's like you use this time now that you have like this free time this energy zero responsibility to anybody to like go try new things go try anything man you want to move yeah you know the easiest way to meet people and do things is to get a job Mm -hmm. i know it like is so sad so so (laughs) capitalistic (laughs) view on everything but dude like seriously like um it's really gonna like i mean like you said what like we were talking about if you bomb at an open mic it's gonna affect your mindset if you're not making any money and you're still trying to go out and do open mics while you're worrying about what you're gonna eat for dinner that's what i'm saying man like that's rough i mean some people make it and that's great but a lot of people don't and that's like that's what like nobody ever wants to talk about right like they're like oh dude what about these guys yeah those four people yeah they did fucking great good for them yeah what about you what about you know like we're sitting in here talking about them that's the thing so it's like i don't know to me consistency originality and like you got to be comfortable man like if you if your life isn't comfortable and anything you do isn't going to be comfortable Mm -hmm. you know and i guess you know pressure makes diamonds right so like some that's people, the, some people yeah, some people, like, it works for them, and that's great. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I, like, uh... You ever, does that ever make you question whether you're cut out for it, then? What, like, doing? Um, yeah, I mean, like, I've definitely had those... I mean, I've been doing stand-up since I was, like, 18. So, like... Oh, shit. Yeah, that. so I've been doing stand-up for, like, seven years, like, off and on. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to school. I used to go take the train all the way in do mics, miss the train, somehow get back, like, you know what I mean, like, I don't think it does that, like I said, I came from, I came from, like, nothing, Mm -hmm. so, like, to me, my comfortability is more important than anything else, I know I can do comedy, Mm -hmm. but if I'm struggling to, to keep lights on, or something like that, or not being able to take care of, like, myself and my needs, I'm not, I'm not gonna be good anyway, right, you know, so it's like, I don't know if I'm necessarily cut out for it in general, mm-hmm. but like I know that like I work my fucking ass off, yeah. so that like so that we can do this, so yeah. that I can do it, and well, I don't know. And I think like so. I mean, the reason I ask is because yeah, the, the reason I ask is because basically like you know, there's a lot of times you know how you say like if you don't have anything new to bring to the table, you're not feeling like yeah, like you're gonna be funny that night then it's not necessarily something you should do like at that point because it's not going to progress you any further. Yeah, it might help to like just sit and write, like take mm-hmm. that time to like like a lot of people are focused on so much getting out and getting in front of other people and that's that's great but like if you're not funny like <laughs> what are you getting out in front to do? Like you're getting out in front to bomb like I don't know to me I mean that's cool you're there and stuff but I'd rather go show up and kill it and then not show up for a couple of weeks, have people wonder where I am, come back, yeah, kill it again. You know what I mean? Rather than yeah. go every week and put out mediocre stuff. And if yeah. it's not new, I mean, you just kind of stay somewhere with it. So it's like, yeah. I don't know, it's a catch-22. You got to work things out, but you got to learn when to like move on. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing is like I, I just like – so stand-up has been something like – 
my entire life is like, oh, I'm going to try that. I'm going to give it a good go. And I still feel that and I'm still doing it. Right. But there's also a part of me that's like, you know, just because I built my entire mindset, like growing up as this is the thing for me. And now that I'm doing it, I, you know, the, the option of like branching out into other um, side hustles or other hobbies or things like that almost makes me feel guilty about like not putting 100% into the stand up. You know what yeah, I mean? but like, no, I get that. Right. And it's hard if you, you can't have 10 things going on and give like 20% to everything, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or 10% to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, cause then you're not going to really succeed in anything. Right. But I also think there's a qualitative and quantitative measure you got to take on things, right? Like I can do this a bunch of times during the week, but if they're not quality, true, you're not getting anything from them. So yeah, I can do right. Like, okay, Monday, Wednesdays, I'm not doing stand up. I'm doing some form of being in front of people talking. Mm-hmm. It might not be stand up, but ready? Let's take pros away from that. I'm getting paid. Mm-hmm. I speak for two straight hours, yeah. you know, just do crowd work, just hang out stuff like that. Yeah. I get to hone skills in a different way. And I get to network, network to people who aren't comics, mm-hmm. who aren't also trying to do the same thing, who will come and see me, right? right? Buy tickets and shit like yeah. that. Um, so I like for yeah. me like now I just started rock climbing right and so cool. now I want to like it necessarily doesn't it it's like a completely different realm than stand up comedy yeah right? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I've never climbed like the side of two street <laughs> <laughs> exactly but like in the pros though you want to talk about like instead I don't do Wednesdays or because yeah. I go rock climb and it helps me clear my mind and like really like de-stress and like you know figure out a project somewhere else it's almost like i heard this one time basically if you have like a couple projects going on or a few projects going on at one time so say you have a shitty day at work then at least maybe you have a chance of getting a having a good set that night right or say you have a terrible set and a shitty day at work well at least you're gonna get a good ass workout in when you're rock climbing exactly dude like i just said like you know you need that thing that's gonna help you keep your life together Mm -hmm. and if being at a wednesday mic like let's say you go to an open mic wednesday right Mm -hmm. does that have the same value as you know going rock climbing for you have you been to a a wednesday mic in philly dude yeah (laughs) yeah man i mean (laughs) you know you have the chance to see like chris rock or something like that or no dude um it's a big old it's just a south house open mic. that's and that's and that's what i'm saying so it's like you know you pick your battles and Mm. stuff like that like if you're a comic that like maybe doesn't get out to too many open mics but you're doing shows and you're killing it like Maybe the open mics, you don't need them. Right. Like, you know, like maybe, you know, and that goes for anything. Like, if you're like a singer and stuff like that, I mean, I don't fucking sing, so I don't know like what kind of work goes into I mean, that. You could try. Yeah, I could, I could try. Um, I don't think anyone would appreciate it, but uh, no, man, like it just, you know, you have to pick quality over quantity every, every step of the way because... Mm-hmm. You can do a bunch of shit, but at the end of the day, that's all it is, is shit. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're doing good stuff, like, good original, like, let's say you put out, let's say you're doing sketches, right? Like, you're a sketch comic, and you put out five sketches, that's awesome, right? You have five things of material, but if all five of them are not good, mm. who cares? <laughs> you know, I'd rather put out two good ones instead of five bad ones. Right. You know, at the end of the day, like... 
quality. Quality. Yeah, exactly. So like yeah. you just, it's well, all about quality. Reps. Yeah, and actually, I'm glad we got on this because you're one of the first people. Like when I was out at open mics, uh, that was like basically I asked you uh, kind of how your routine is and like how you do comedy and works, and you're just like. Well, dude, sometimes, like, you know, I just do it. Like, I have a set. I come out and try it once. It works, and that's enough for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like... Try it a couple times. It's not like I just have to keep on doing doing it. No, and, like, don't get me wrong. Like, if there's a joke I'm trying to work on, right? Like, like, I'm trying to do, like, this homeless bit. I must have done, like, a million fucking times, it feels like, at this point. But, like, there are other times that I know, like... I'll go try the joke. If it gets the reaction I think it's supposed to get ready, to, I'm just going to store that one. Because yeah. to me, like, that's good. That, that that hit with the room, I thought it was going to hit in. You already know in your head, like, mm-hmm. when you write something, like, oh, this is, this is funny, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, uh, yeah, my routine is... If I'm if I'm feeling good and I'm feeling up to it, I'm definitely out at the mics and I'm just trying to get on stage. If I have a show... I like to get the reps in mm-hmm. because then I just kind of get a feeling for being on stage. You get to see a lot of different crowds in different places. So that helps. But like, yeah, man, I mean, there's people that, you know, they go to open mics and they're never trying anything new and they're not taking risks and they're not going anywhere. And so think about what you just said. They're not trying anything new and they're not taking risks. That applies to everything outside of stand-up, too. You yeah, know like, I, mean? I know, like, obviously, like, I'm, like, honing in on stand-up. Right, and that's, like, what, well, that's and how that's we know each other. Exactly, but, but trying to, like, spread but, that. Yeah, no, 100%, out. like, all right, let's apply it to, like, my accounting job, you know? Like, mm. uh, it's all about, like, getting in front of the right people and looking good to the right people, right? right. Like and showing them that you've come at a problem yeah, with man. multiple different solutions. Exactly. Right? Like, if you're in, like, a firm, like, the way it works, right? Like, you know, you can sit there and you can grind every day. Every yeah. day you grind. But if you're not, like, being in front of the right people... And you're not doing, turning your brain on. Dude, that's what I'm saying. If you're <laughs> not being creative, trying to find ways to, to help excel everyone forward... That's cool, man. You can be a worker, B, if that's like if that's your angle. Like right. if that's all you if that's all you want to be. But like I don't know, man, you gotta well, you gotta take risks. I mean you apply it to like working out too. Like I mean yeah. that's it's the I, same I don't thing. work out. Yeah, you should <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't I don't strike no, we you know. as someone that looks like we know. It's a, <laughs> no, but but seriously, like that's what because when I was uh earlier this year I was in kind of a slump, right? And I was doing, you know, what we were talking about, consistency. I was, like, working out every day. I was hitting the open mics. I was doing everything what I thought was right, right? But there was no creativity involved in it at all. Like, yeah. there was no, like, it was just me trying to churn, like, some sort of, like, yeah. motivation for me to keep doing it. And there was not actual any, like, thought process behind it. Yeah, and, and then at that point, it just becomes, like, it's just... It's just a job. It's just, point, yeah, it's a right? responsibility. Like, it's a chore. It's an obligation. An obligation. You know? So exactly. it's like, it's something like you have to go do. But like, again, like if I don't have something at least like, all right, let's say I'm doing three minutes in stand up, right? Like I might do two minutes of the same stuff I've normally been doing because I'm trying to get a rhythm for it. Sure. But like that last joke's new. Right. Yeah. You know, or something like that. Like I don't, I don't think like, I think consistency is important, but yes, consistency. Being consistent enough to take risks, right? Like you have to, you have to know when it's time to like. All right, everybody's heard that. Like 
you've said it at five different places. You should kind of understand how the fuck it is. Like, yeah. if you're trying to work out, like, a delivery for it, that's different. But, right. again, just speaking in terms of stand-up, but, like... Uh, it applies for everything. It applies for everything, man. You got to take risks in your life to get to the next level. Like, to see what you're fucking made of, like, you know, why... Like, and it's just, like, in, in jobs, right? If you're not willing to take a risk and, and go for something, you're never going to make more money. You're never going right. to do... This or that. Right. You, know? you take a risk, you find out what works, and you keep doing it, right? But yeah. that gets you to one level, right? But then you gotta you gotta take another risk to get you. Yeah, to you the gotta next. keep going, and eventually, like, and it's about how you, it's about how you like handle it when it's all said and done, right? Like, mm-hmm. if it does well, then great. Then you then you've done exactly what you you set out to do. If it goes bad, which it absolutely can, it's about how you handle it, how you rebound from it, and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. So it's like. That's a good point. That's yeah. that's like the next step in it's, because you're supposed to take those risks no matter what, right? Like you, no, exactly. Or else you're just gonna die yeah. of boredom or be a worker. Be whether like it's yeah, about. whether it's your art or it's you know like you're just everyday your job, life. Yeah, yeah, working out. Fucking you take the risk, man. Mm-hmm. Jump. Like who cares? Yeah. Who really cares? <laughs> right? Like because at the end of the day, like um, you know, it's just like. Like, like, uh, take it like when you're in high school, right? Like, you know, as a kid, like I was so nervous, like, oh, like ask a girl out, like, dude, just fucking do it. Who cares? Life is, life is so short and so relative that like none of it matters. (laughs) It's so cycles are so quickly overturned. And like, even in today's age, like you're literally only glued to a viral video for 15 fucking seconds before Mm -hmm. it pushes you to the next one. So it's like. Dude, just go for it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. try to get remembered out here. And if it's a failure, then learn to cope, yeah. learn to deal learn with Learn to eat it and just keep going because guess what? In fucking three days, nobody's going to remember anyway <laughs> or care. Right. You know, and someone you, else will have already fucked up. Yeah. Well, and if there's like a big mistake, say that you make a mistake with a project at work and goes poorly, yeah. as long as you are have shown that you were trying, you know, people at your job are going to be like, dude, like he was trying. People will fight for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they'll be like, all right, well, he made a mistake. Now he's just got to like, you know, earn, you know, earn my trust again. Or yeah, like build exactly. Up that respect again. Exactly. Basically. But like, there's, there's never anything wrong with like taking risks, man, trying new things. Mm-hmm. It's as like, as long as you're coming from a place of uh, yeah, nobility. It's, it's even like you said, like when you were trying stand up, like that's a risk, man. Like, you know, like that's, and, and a lot of people don't ever do that and they just live in their bubble and they just live with damn, like, I could have done this. I mm-hmm. could have done that. Like, don't you want to fucking do it? Like, you get hit by a bus tomorrow and that's it. Mm-hmm. Lights out, dog. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I don't know. I think you should definitely, definitely be consistent once you get your rhythm for things. Uh, and that's how you get good at whatever you're trying to do. But when you're inside of it, if you're trying to, like, go to the next level, excel your career, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do you got to be willing to take yourself out of your comfort zone. Like, like even if you write like jokes around kind of the same premise all the time, mm-hmm. do something fucking new, do something original. Man. Yeah. Like, if you're like a one liner, try a story. Yeah. Try a story. Exactly. Yeah, like, like it's going to be hard. You might fall on your face a little bit, but like, at least you tried it. At least you did something the other guy's not doing. Yeah. You know, you got to set yourself apart somehow. So, Absolutely. You know. Well, I think that <laughs> that might cover it. Yeah, right, I think that was cool. a good, yeah, that uh, went pretty quickly. But I yeah. appreciate you driving out here. Oh, dude, I absolutely thank you for uh, <laughs> letting me on. I hope I hope that like 
this episode totally encapsulates my ADHD <laughs> and, and shows people how fucking all over the place <laughs> my thought process is all the time. But it all wraps together. It's how we were surrounded a theme. Yeah, so I man. Think, I think that's the the point. I think that I think, I think it does. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> I uh, I have been a huge fan. Thank you for having me on. Um, I also saw your logo. I was wondering before before you signed us off. Who's the cover of your... That used to be me, bro. That used that... to be you. I was wondering whose hair that was, bro. <laughs> we got to update that logo, man. We should, we should. We got that so funny. Oh, man. Well, Steve, thank you for having me, yeah. bro. Boom, baby. <laughs> Logan Milan. Oh, my God. That dude, I love when people like Logan just come on here, just ready to go, revved up. We're on the same wavelength recording, dude, and like... He goes, and then I just, like, plaster my life experiences in with what he's talking about, and it just works out perfectly, and we both learned so much, and, uh, yeah, really, really good conversation. I was really glad to have him over, and, uh, check him out on Instagram, of course, you know, check out him doing karaoke and trivia, and, uh, yeah, you follow him on Instagram, as best I can do for you, Logan, but <laughs> thanks for coming out and recording and finding that parking spot. Thanks, everybody else, for listening. I hope you have a great week. Thank you, I love you, amen. Okay, bye. Yeah, man, it's love. One second, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get you a little thing to put that thing on, just because if you put it on that thing, it's gonna oh, it's gonna hear it, yeah. Ba 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 ba.